the Spanish announce table. Tom, it is episode 356 of the Spanish announce table, and man, this is going to be fun, right? Wednesday night, we do this normally on Thursday, but it's Wednesday night. Dynamite just got off the air. Uh, Well, man, what a night. What a week's gone by. We had uh, WWE, you know, crown jewels going on over there. We had um, Dynamite on Wednesday and Saturday. It's a double dip in Dynamite week, man. That might be the title. I love it. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited to talk all things uh, AEW, and I will tolerate the WWE. And let's get right into it. Oh, my goodness. We will get into some uh, old school formatting for tonight's episode. But what I will say before we do that is what a finish to Dynamite. Mm -hmm. I love it. I don't think we will cover it in Tweet the Tables or the News, so I'll get to it in a little bit. But, oh. It was super fun. It was super fun. And, you know, there were some news topics I wanted to talk about. And, um, you know what I mean? I felt that was missing from our show recently, right? We do we do some good diving into storylines, try to keep people focused on the storylines. But there is things that happen behind the curtain that are of note, right? And, and we bring them up on the show. But that's not as fun uh, as how we used to do, right? With some good old mother-loving news, Tom. So I made a command decision. We're bringing back the mother-loving f- news. So you guys can stay informed, right? You don't have to follow the dirt sheets. Nobody likes doing that, right? Well, because here's the thing. We give you the news that is appropriate. We're not going to ruin anything and tell you who's main eventing next year's WrestleMania or some rumor that we heard of the uh, of the full gear uh, card because we saw a note that Tony Khan. Fuck that. We yeah. want to have fun. We want to watch the TV. We want to enjoy the TV. But other than that, there is real business news that mm-hmm. happens, and there is some real stories that you need to know about. And so here is the mother loving news. MC Dead Man for Hire. What does that mean? The Undertaker made news this week when he served as the official announcer to bring musical artist Pitbull to the stage at the 2021 Riyadh Seasonal Festival launch concert ahead of WWE's Crown Jewel pay-per-view event. Uh, You saw this video? I think I sent it to you. Yeah. How? (laughs) There was a point where we used to talk about the mystique Mm. and the myth and just the the aura around undertaker and i know he's done other things before he broke kayfabe and did a ton of like tell-all interviews and stuff and that's you know i understand but now this just feels like when you go back to it when you retire in my opinion you stop right especially when you're doing the the mythic characters the triple h's the Shawn michaels the stone cold the steve austin's that's just a dude but undertaker an undead wizard he lived it yeah, when you when you broke that seal, you just can't come back now, especially for Pitbull. For Pitbull, look, I know there was probably a lot of money handed over to Mark Calloway here. But, but like, you know, even, doesn't he okay. have a lot of money? <laughs> like, I mean, look, we all don't, hey man. Well, I don't know what well, you got it, going on, but even so, like, you don't want to make a a good, you know business decision as the kids say and like open up like introduce i don't know motorhead or metallica like something on brand for the undertaker gimmick hell even fucking kid rock would make more insane clown posse would make more sense than this shit but like (laughs) mr worldwide who has been on this podcast before yeah mm -hmm. yeah help me host it yeah great guy but mr worldwide 
an undead wizard, those two things don't fucking That's mix. That's what I mean. Man. Like, you would think that he would be like, look, man, all due respect to Pitbull, don't even mind his music, but I can't be seen doing that, right? <laughs> like, I can't or, be doing that. Or WWE, and again, this is just another nail in the coffin of how WWE cannot build new stars. Why don't you have, I don't know, your WWE champion who did the introductions to the biggest boxing match this year between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, Big E. Why don't we have Big E introduce Pitbull? Because those two things go together. Big E's energy and Pitbull's music. I can see those things happening, but Undertaker is the, no, it's gross. And it's and it's underneath the character of Undertaker. I think that's what's so insulting is it's like, how the mighty have fallen. This guy is just now every other wrestler, you know, and it's just, that's what I think. What else we got? Yeah. Let me get that stinger pulled back up. See a little out of practice here, Tom. It happens. Hey, you know what? Even Babe Ruth struck out. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'll be all right. He's a tough guy. Hey, I love this story. Well, I don't love the story, but I love the outcome. He came out mm-hmm. on top. So, Hacksaw yeah. Jim Duggan underwent emergency surgery this week for an undisclosed medical reason. Duggan's wife kept fans updated on social media, including that the surgery was successful and that Hacksaw is recovering well. Um, and, you know, as you said, like, we're happy he's recovering well. He's great. But I want to kind of dig into the idea of Hacksaw, right? Like, Hacksaw... Oh, you know what I mean? There wasn't much to the character development, right? But we still love him. Now, I think it's you, because it was so easy that he's been able to maintain that character through the end and not really switch it up, right? Well, here's the thing. Sometimes you don't need to be so convoluted and interesting to get over. And for example, tonight in the main event, The Dark Order, Johnny Hungy, I still don't know what the hell that means. But when he does his flexes and he walks out and he does his little poses up on the ramp, I'm in. He could do that for the rest of his career. I'm in on Johnny Johnny Hungy, right? Yeah. And the same thing applies to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You give me a two by four, you give me an American flag, you give me a big thumbs up, and you give me a shoulder tackle, sign me up. I'm fine with that because – I think the reason why Hacksaw Jim Duggan is so endearing is because he never got outside of himself. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Hacksaw Jim Duggan now tackles climate change. It's nope. He loves America. He's got a two by four and he's going to take out the bad guy. Like he stayed within himself and his, his stories never got so out of whack. Now there was a little bit of time. If you remember in WCW where he traded, he was a trader of W or of uh, United States and he went on Canada's side. I remember that hexaw, but then he came back right now. He's coming here. You know what I mean? So it's like, I love this character because it knew who it was. It didn't get too big and it just stayed in its lane. And that's all mm-hmm. you can ask for sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of um, Canada and why it would be, you know, a failure of anyone to go up there and, Try to join their side. Remember our long-running uh, rivalry with those copycats, the, the sat pod up in Canada? You know, I decided to check in on how that was going and uh, hadn't seen them posting in quite a long time. Huh? You want to come at the king? You. Yeah, you want to come at the king? You best not miss! Mm-hmm. Huh? They were like, Whoa. Uh, we were like, hey, we were doing this before you. And look who's doing it after you. Come on with it. Gimmick Thank you to the table basement. 
Yeah, Table Nation, strong and in full effect for the real Spanish announced table. All right. You ready for the next news story? Yes. Uh, I don't have a headline for this one. I try not to make headlines if I can't find a wholesome one for bad situations. Uh, former ROH and TNA star Jimmy Rave had both legs amputated this week following a MRSA infection. Rave had his left arm amputated in November of last year due to another infection. If you would like to make a financial donation for Jimmy Rave, you can do so at GoFundMe.com slash F slash Jimmy Rave. What a shit situation. Mm, yeah. I just here here's the thing that you hope for with a situation like this that we've seen in past situations where the wrestling community comes together and they pull through for one of their own right mm -hmm. this is one of the guys who didn't just have a cup of coffee and say i want to play wrestler and then just leave the industry and say like what did i wrestle i guess once like this guy was a wrestler you know what i mean like he was a wrestler's wrestler and so with this bad situation you hope to see, like you have in, in previous situations, the GoFundMe or whatever it is, people coming together to help out someone who is in a really dire situation. So uh, it's sad, but I'm very optimistic for what the IWC can do. Another way you can help out for situations like this is um, uh, vote to make the GoFundMe for medical sense uh, not fucking necessary and uh, vote for universal health care. But hey, what, uh, we don't need to get into all that. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm not wrong. Yeah. You ready for the next one? Yes. Yeah, maybe I'm not. Hold on. Here we go. Another one I don't have a headline for, and it's kind of quick. AEW announcer Jim Ross announced on social media that he has been diagnosed with his second bout of skin cancer. Um, you know, it seemed like he was like, hey, this one, you know, you can. We can take care of this one and we'll keep heading down the road. Yeah, this one I think is just more of a, hey, if you see me maybe miss a Wednesday night, know that it's not a contract issue. It's I'm dealing with something here. Uh, I have had a couple friends and actually a, a family member uh, deal with this similar type of skin cancer. So it's not into the world. We've got to really, you know, dig deep, but it's also an inconvenience. It's not one of yeah. those things where it's like, Hey, just keep going with your day. You might have to take a couple days off. Yeah. So, as with most cancers, um, a lot of them, your your chances of is wholly eliminating it or mitigating it for a long period of time is mm -hmm. getting screened, getting checked early, all those sorts of things. Which it sounds like Jim Ross has, you know, been taken care of. Uh, I'm sure he's been getting regular screening since his unfortunate incidents back in the old WWE days. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, props up to Jim Ross. Like we. We've said our things, but we obviously think the guy has a you know a hell of a place in history in pro wrestling, and we oh, don't want to yeah. see any bad happen to the guy. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely again, uh, I I know what you're alluding to here. Yeah. You can definitely be critical of someone in a current situation and still respect what they've done and what they mean. And again, they're a human being, so it's not like you want bad things to happen to humans or really anything. But you know what I'm saying. So except uh, you, you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> fucking watching i know you are uh, -huh. uh but yeah um i hope everything hap happens uh in a, in a well uh timely manner and he doesn't have to take time off and he gets well quicker than expected all right let's move on then say that five times fast 
This one's I, a, a little bad. I was stretching the, you know, try to, you know, I said when it's a bad situation, I try, still try to use humor if I can find a wholesome thing. Starboy Charlie suffered a broken leg when he landed improperly while attempting the slice bread two during a match at GCW Halloween Hootenanny. Charlie confirmed on Twitter that the official diagnosis is a spinal fracture of the distal tibial diaph- diaphysis with a five millimeter lateral displacement of the distal fracture fragment. Yikes. What does that mean? Broken. Ah, and what was it again? Say it again. Yeah, you'd make me do that, wouldn't you? It is spiral fracture of the distal tibial diaphysis with a five millimeter lateral displacement of the distal fracture fragment. Yikes, man. Sounds pretty broke. Yeah. Is there an ETA of like coming back? I don't know about all that. Yeah. I don't know. Hell of a Halloween hootenanny gcw of all the things that you think like oh no this might go wrong at a gcw event guy doing a wrestling move and breaking his leg isn't what you think right you think like sliced jugular yeah (laughs) yeah. eyeball rolling on the floor this yeah yeah. if you were to if you were to put a top 10 list this is towards the end of that top 10 list Mm. uh so it sucks that it happened but you know get well soon i like him a lot too he's a fun one to watch oh absolutely all right here we go When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong, Exhibit 463,204. I mean, there's plenty of examples, but what's this one? WWE released ring announcer Greg Hamilton this week following a social media tirade by Hamilton directed at rapper Westside Gunn for using a sample of Hamilton's voice on stage, or on a song, excuse me. Hamilton berated Gunn and demanded an apology and a financial settlement under threat of legal action from WWE's lawyers. Which, that's what got him released, right? They're like, you don't fucking speak for our lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> of, this all, yeah. <laughs> of all the people to flex uh, the WWE muscle, hmm. again, if we're making lists, this guy's towards the bottom, right? Like, makeup artist. Roadies maybe, are under this guy. <laughs> yeah. Makeup artist, roadies, then maybe ring catering. Announcer? I don't know. Yeah. Catering might even get you a little higher than it might. Announcer, as far as Make clout. them pancakes. Yeah, it's you know just I mean? mm. what a silly. And, Did and you see what? some of this? He was like, he was like, it was twenty thousand dollars, but it's thirty thousand dollars by tomorrow. It goes up every day or something like that. Like he was like, well, and this Ugh. isn't the first time he's put his foot in his mouth. Is because mm. remember when Leo Rush uh, oh, decided yeah. to retire from pro wrestling? He was like, good, you know. And I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially, f you to Leo Rush. And it's like, hey man, I get maybe you didn't like this guy, and look. I have obviously said a million things about people I don't like. However, you don't do it when you work for the man, WWE. Like, yeah, he didn't go to WWE's lawyers and be like, hey, listen, I have an issue with this guy doing my thing. Like, is there any advice or is this a matter to you guys? Because technically, is it your intellectual property? You know what I mean? Like, he didn't check first. He he starts, he starts like fucking bro flexing on this guy and just uh, in short order was like, you're out. Yeah. And, and another thing is, you know, now after the, the situation has passed, essentially, like what, what was it for, right? You're sitting mm-hmm. there now unemployed because of a song yeah. could really that, use that 20 grand now, huh? <laughs> right. And, 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 and here's the thing though, is this wasn't the newest song from Drake that's on the top 10 billboard. Yeah, I'd never list. heard of West side gun. Like that's the thing. Pick your battles as well. If it was Drake who used your voice, maybe check in with WWE, like, hey, that seems weird. 
can we call them on that? And then they can tell you yes or no, but also like no offense to whoever this rapper is hope the best for him. But like, I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. You got fired for West side. Willie. That'd be like somebody threatening is. us. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, I'm a, I'm a, AEW threaten us for using Sting's face. You know what I mean? They yeah. Would, like, and then like, if it was Darby Allen, you know what I mean? Like getting mad about Sting's face. They'd be like, hey, listen, you can't threaten with our lawyers and call these people a bitch or whatever he's yeah. saying. You know what I mean? Like, jeez. Oh, it's just the way to punch down and hit yourself in the dick. Dude, can you imagine the uproar of laughter from Westside Gun and his folks? Jeez. <laughs> like, <geez. laughs> like, what a if dumb he doesn't. Imagine what he's going to say about you now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If his, if his follow-up song isn't about this situation. Can we get this on Versus? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see Greg Hamilton go toe-to-toe with this guy. Also, side note, mm. good. Greg Hamilton always yeah, sounded yeah. like a stripper announcer yeah. where it was like, and next up on the stage, honey. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Coming soon to the Impact Zone. Yeah, bye-bye. Who does Impact's ring announcing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> Ring of hold on a second. Mm, ROH will be going on an official hiatus from holding live events after their final battle event in December. ROH released a statement saying the plan is to take the first quarter of 2022 off from live event production to make changes to their business operations and to plan a quote pivot for Ring of Honor with a new mission and strategy, end quote. Online sources have been reporting that all talent contracts will be dissolved in the meantime, though this has not been confirmed by ROH or any talent at this time. So let's let's dig into this, right? We got yeah. a lot to talk about here. One, the skeptical, you know, Sally over here. Mm-hmm. Is this a work? Do you yeah. think it's a work? You think it's a work? Well, I mean, I, yeah, so about, like, releasing all the talent stuff, if you had an idea that, like, I'm coming back in March or April or whatever it is, wouldn't you just pay them? Well, here's the other thing. Let's di- dive into this part. They were the only company that, at least I'm aware of, that paid in full all of their talent while they ran zero shows yeah. during the pandemic. And you go 18 months paying the no highest- income. Right. The the highest number or the highest dollar amount for any company is the people. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if you're not having anyone come in to see these people, how long does that last? On top of that, now that they are running shows, this is no slight to Ring of Honor at all, but they're not necessarily setting the world on fire to yeah. where they're getting those asses back in seats. So maybe doing a good thing bit them in the ass and and that sucks right that's the worst thing to see is that they did the honorable good thing of paying their talent throughout this pandemic and then in the end they have to shut their doors because of it that just sucks right yeah it does and you know and ring of honor such a a weird history right like i mean they they spiked at some times where like they had some of the best talent in the world and not saying they have bad talent right now. No, but, Danhausen, Dak yeah, Draper, uh, right. Jonathan Grisham. Yeah, there's but plenty it's of good just, talent. Like I think with the with the you know impact came at one point we called them the number two, you know, and and ROH was a solid three. But I think everything that's come and gone since just kind of 
has seen like ROH never I think adapted ever. They never kind of changed their presentation much. Would you know? I just I so it just always felt like it just kind of kept slipping down the ladder. You know. So yeah, I mean, here's the thing with Ring of Honor is it has a somewhat of a complicated history because as you said, it never felt like hey, it's WWE versus Ring of Honor, right? Mm-hmm. That was never a conversation anyone was legitimately having, right? However, you look at the landscape of today and there's Seth Rollins, you got Samoa Joe down in NXT, which is he's out with an injury, but then over in AW, you've got uh CM Punk, Daniel, or you know, Brian Danielson, all of these guys, and that's all of Ring of Honor, you know, when they started. Move that, you know, needle uh down the timeline, and you look down AEW's roster, and it's the Bullet Club. And in America, where was the Bullet Club getting over? in ring of honor so it's not as if like ring of honor never did anything they really laid the foundation for a lot of other companies however to your point they never just took that star and then make like i can't think of the star in the iwc that's the ring of honor guy you could say cm punk did his thing there but when he became cm punk to the mainstream wrestling audience that was wwe you know what i'm saying and so it's like they never capitalized on all the talent that they have it was almost just a fundamental you know like a a minor league system for the bigger shows and eventually you know that keeps going you're gonna run out of money ecw did it you know uh and so they're just another i don't know so here's the other thing that i want to talk about though taking the first quarter off okay what (laughs) So they come back. What does that mean? Reimagining Ring of Honor, a new mission statement? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. So, hey, look, this sounds a hell of a lot like NXT 2.0, you know. Um, if they're going to come back. And now, I just said it. Like, they never changed their – they never switched anything up, which, you know, there is something for saying, like, hey, we like our tradition and we like a, you know – timeless look and those sorts of things you know alabama's football team hasn't changed their you know uniforms etc etc but that also comes with being alabama right like sometimes when you're not that you've got to kind of you know take the extra mile if you will uh my apologies also to anybody watching listening right now uh we said we're we're doing this uh news you know the mother loving news again and um still figuring out the um the graphics so they played over you a couple times but you know Hey, guys. Hey, if you want better production, uh, go to SpanishNounceTable.net and uh, drop us some donations on the donate link. But, yeah, you know, ROH, it's, um, ha, you know, I don't know. I, that's what weirds me out about this. I'm like, I don't believe that everybody's just going to go start working elsewhere now. Because, first of all, there's not room for, I mean, like, sounds like a lot of folks are going to be trying to get some indie work. And a few will show up on Dark or Elevation, maybe. And we might get one in NXT or something. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, NXT is trying to refresh so maybe they take some of the best of the best but i i can only think of a few big big dudes there that they're gonna want right like a dak draper maybe a roosh right maybe i don't mm-hmm. a bandito mm-hmm. yep but you also got mlw who's losing tom mm-hmm. lawler so you you know replace him with uh one of those uh luchadors that they're kind of doubling down on and mlw especially with the lucha underground guy kind of running the mlw ship but then you got other fun personalities look if you pay attention to him online, it seems like every other day he's talking to some AEW star, but Danhausen and AEW seems like a hand in glove kind of fit, right? Uh, yeah. He already has history with 
Orange Cassidy. He just put out a shirt today of him and MJF where MJF looks like he's the scum of the earth. And it's just hilarious. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I feel like Danhausen you could see pop up and, and I would that, love a Danhausen Dark Order segment. Oh, yeah. Oh. The fun right there. Oh, and even a Danhausen Hardy family office. Because oh, you know, yeah. those are just a, a collection Oh yeah, if of he went to like Broken Matt Hardy and Yeah, Broken oh. Matt Hardy and Danhausen just for a one off. I'm down for that. Uh there's a lot of fun things you can do. And then there's Luchasaurus also, and Danhausen. Oh, if Danhausen really thinks he's a dinosaur and tries to like jump on his back and ask for a ride, yes. Jurassic Express and Danhausen. They're Danhausen. Danhausen and Sting. His... Come on. I mean, <laughs> come on. And we know that Sting is down to get over new talent, right? Like yep. he did the Orange Cassidy thing. He's he's okay with like doing his thing here. Um yeah, I just think he's the one from Ring of Honor who's like if we're going to all these different places, he's the one. And I know I said, you don't need anyone in front of the camera, all behind the camera, which I still hold true to. But if I'm seeing Tony niece in the crowd at AEW, then I better see Dan Housen for Christ's sake. Yeah. What's up with the Tony niece thing? I, I never I, saw the thing in this guy. I, it's a, it's another thing. Same like buddy Murphy where it's, Hey, if we're doing wrestling drills, these two guys are probably going to kick everyone's ass. And to the other wrestlers, that's going to get them over. Yeah. There's more to wrestling than the moves. Yeah. Like, look, I, I understand even... some of you guys are next level athletes compared to even some of you guys. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's not enough. I don't even know what Tony Nese sounds like. Yeah. Can any, if you played me an audio clip right now on my headphones, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, Even if know. it was, hi, I'm Tony Nese, I'd be like, I don't know. Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Wouldn't know. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then again, I'll, I'll, I will throw my, you know, headphones into the sea. If then Danhausen's like, well, I guess I uh, got to go to the independence. Really? That guy has to go to the independence, but Tony Nese is making it onto elevation. And again, I'm, I'm on step 12 here. I, I'm, you know, projecting yeah. a little bit, but. <clears throat> There's some guys over in Ring of Honor who we need to be taking more looks at than some other of the free agents that we got out there, Braun Strowman. Yeah, so, oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, uh, hey, so Ring of Honor, I'll be happy to see you when you come back as a wrestling school in April, I guess. Oh, think of this fun. <laughs> the the Think of this fun, because, again, my favorite Ring of Honor wrestler is Dan Housen, so that's why I'm talking about him so much. But think that if Bray Wyatt goes to Impact, as it's kind of been rumored. God, I hope not. But if Bray Wyatt and then somehow down the line, Danhausen shows up. So, yeah, if you're telling me Bray Wyatt shows up, even Braun Strowman, you know what I mean? Like Braun Strowman on Impact, if, if he's there with Bray Wyatt, you got Danhausen, right? You got a couple other ROH guys. We now have the inspiration there, um, mm -hmm. you know, the former Iconics. I mean, look, if you're going to get better talent, Maybe you'll put out better stuff. I still have issues about I. It, I think it's more for the sci-fi geek than than me, you know. Which Bray Wyatt fits, I guess. But Here, here's my biggest criticism: as we kind of take a left turn here with this story, uh, we'll kind of yeah uh, pivot. That's what we to, do. It's our fucking show. Yeah, but when we pivot to Impact Wrestling, my biggest thing with Impact Wrestling isn't even really Impact Wrestling. I don't have that fucking channel, and mm. I'm not gonna go to the site to view a weekly show. I'm not going to go to 
your, you know, wrestling.net and then watch the stuff. You know what right. I mean? Like, so it, I'm sorry, but I'm a cord cutter. So I don't have, what's the channel that they're on? I don't know. That one. Access. I don't have access? it. Sure. Sure. I don't have it. And so it's like, you're not, you don't have MJF over there. You don't have something that's setting the world on fire. So so that's what I'm saying. If I hear Bray Wyatt's going to impact, I'm going to make time to like watch that one when I hear about it. Right. You better promo it. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm, like, and then I'm going to watch that YouTube clip yeah. and probably like it and yeah. then forget about it as soon as it yeah, goes Yeah. That's away. what I mean. Like I, that. And that's where I'm, here's why I don't buy a Bray Wyatt to impact because again, I, I think Bray Wyatt understands his character brings the, like, and his mind brings the ability to move merch on a scale better than most. And Impact ain't doing that. They don't have the machinery with which to do it. There's only two companies in America with with the with the fucking you know ability to do that level that he's capable of, which is where a large portion of his income would be coming from. So I feel like it's got to be AEW. Yeah, I think though, and again, we're uh, we're assuming a lot here, but. I would assume someone with the ego of Bray Wyatt can say, Hey, if Matt Hardy can get those delete shirts over and he can do his delete things, I can do. Yeah. You know, Matt Hardy's a lot of fucking royalties from that. Right. <laughs> from you know what I mean? So, so like, yeah. Anyhow, what do we got next? What do we got next? All right. We got one last one here. Allow me to introduce Ashley L. Idolo. Mmm. Mm -mm -mm. Charlotte Flair made waves again this week as the WWE women's title exchange on SmackDown appeared to go a little off script. Unconfirmed reports say Becky Lynch and Charlotte had a verbal confrontation backstage following the segment and that Charlotte was escorted from the building in order to defuse the situation. Um, now, is this a work? I, this mm. is my guess. I think most likely it's so First off, if you watch the the segment, it was shit. Yeah. So it, if that was how I it don't was think written, that was a work. <laughs> right. If that's how it's written, though, those writers need to be fired because it wasn't entertaining. So it seemed real. And then also those three women aren't that good of actors yeah. to pull that off. Right. So my assumption is from this dirt cheat story, Becky Lynch probably was like, hey, hey bitch. Fuck you. Yeah. Right. But. And Sonya Deville word is was pretty pissed, too. Yeah. Now. I think the the assumption is that Charlotte and Becky got into it and then Charlotte had to be escorted from security. I think Charlotte and Becky got into it, but they're they've been friends for multiple years, so it's a sister kind of fight. Yeah. But Sonya Deville getting pissed at Charlotte might have been the reason why hey Let's Sonya get you out wants of here. To, yeah, mm -hmm. Sonya wants to punch you in the face. So we're just going to, she's had some issues in the past. So we're just going to have you walk out <laughs> well, here. And WWE culture. Now, again, it's 2021. This is different than the 90s, but it's been known that they have said, like, oh, you guys got beef? Hey, I don't want to hear about it again. Somebody fix it. And mm -hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, nobody's questioning where you got that black eye from. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, are we good? <laughs> right, that kind of thing. So I'm sure they were kind of like, hey, let's avoid that. Let them what do, do that on their off time. <laughs> so, yeah, word is that Charlotte's getting, like, was demanding and, and was pissed that it's just a title exchange and that was, like, you know, is concerned about her image, which, hey, look, man, if you're concerned about your image, WWE is not the place. <laughs> I don't. Uh, hey. 
Well, know. here's the thing though. When you're in that world, you're seeing the, you're seeing everything in a different lens. So I can understand her saying like my spot, but like from an outsider's perspective and especially, especially a cynical eye like us, we're like, it's all the fucking same. You're paint by numbers. Ashley is Carmela. Carmela is uh, Na- Naomi. Naomi is uh, Sasha. They're all the fucking same, right? It's just right. plug and play right to us. But if you're in that world, I can see how you're like, no, fuck that. I got to fight for my spot. I credit her if the reports are true that she hated the segment because it's shit. Oh, it was terrible. But like, that's again, I, we don't know who really wrote it, but I'm assuming it wasn't Becky or Sonya. So like your, your anger is misguided. You know what I mean? Like look to the left and that old guy, that's who you need to be talking to. Yeah. That's who you need to be dropping titles in front of. Like, how about this too? Just don't draft your fucking champions. Make them undraftable and then, like, switch them in trades later if you really want to get, like, quit with your piss-poor planning shit. Like, you didn't have to do... You booked yourself into this shitty fucking talent exchange and you didn't even need to do that. I mean, if we're going down that rabbit hole, we're going to be here all night. But, like... (laughs) you make up the fucking stories and you could have got them to where they needed to be without this. It's it's look, let's let, tweet the tables. Hey, let's <laughs> tweet the daggers. I don't want to. We'll so here's here the night. thing. Okay. So where does Charlotte, Fl- you know, Hey, look, they're, they're ignoring her father. Uh, who's, you know, her, her husband, I don't know if they're married. Sure. Is over there saying this fucking place is great to work. Seemingly, I would imagine everybody seems to say that. Um, I don't know when Charlotte Flair's stuff is due. I imagine it's not anytime soon. But again, we've discussed this. Somebody can finally match the money. So mm-hmm. these talents, like a, a Charlotte or let's say a Roman Reigns, can be like, well, uh, you know, money. Now the merch thing may not be on the same scale. I'll give them that. You know, what I mean, like WWE might still outpace them. Yeah, of perspective. Course. I don't yeah. know about that, but um, man, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, here's the it thing. Shock me someday if we see well, you know, Ashley not. Flair over here's, on AEW. Yeah, look, I said I want Danhausen on the opposite end of that spectrum. I do not want her uh, over there. Yeah, yeah. Because nope. here's the thing: I don't think she's been stifled at all. Like she hasn't been like oh, I just couldn't be who I wanted to. No, you've been everything you've wanted to be, and this yeah. is now we're done seeing it. Mm-hmm. And that's again, take a vacation, go. Like we'll, we'll miss you, air quotes, right? After a few months, six months, we'll miss you. But like, you're overexposed. Here's why WWE screams just passe and like and pointless. It's because everybody in charge there. I was just thinking, I was like, aren't they fucking tired of saying the same shit too? But no, they're not because they're not tired of the same shit because the same shit just keeps bringing them the money in, and they don't want to risk rolling something else different out that won't bring the money in, and then they have to fight to get their way back to what was bringing the money in. So that means you're only in it for the money, so you're just disinterested in the actual fucking storylines. And it comes across like this. Oh, title exchange because the red belt can't be on the blue brand, and the blue brand can't be. We named him the brand title because that was stupid. Like, <sighs> yeah, I just... Hey, what does what does Table Nation have to say? Hashtag tweet, tweet the, the table. table. So that was the mother loving news. Now we're gonna go into hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag tweet the table is a fun interactive game where you, the listener slash viewer, whatever, maybe you're meditating and hearing this through tele telepathy. I don't know. 
You use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter and you tell us what you want us to talk about. And we will talk about those things right here. So we're going to go out first to at Razor R Superstar says, how do you guys feel about a heel Cody feuding with Hangman for the title next year? Hashtag tweet the table. Love it. Love it. I I love it because I heard Hangman with the title. Well, yeah. I mean, look, that's you're going to win me over with anyone and hangman with the title, right? Like that's what we want. Right. As I mentioned though, my favorite version of Cody was heel Cody going from impact mm-hmm. to ring of honor to even new Japan with the dark hair telling Brandy oh, that she should oh, be yeah. wrestling. I can picture what he's saying to hangman and how he's that guy. Him. Yeah. Yeah. That guy and yeah. our Dressed hero. To the fucking nines executive yeah. vice president being like this drunkard, like this, Long-haired hippie freak. (laughs) Yeah, now, I love that, but do you think they do it? Because, again, Cody said he's not supposed to. Oh, that's a hell of a heel move. If he he eliminates that and he's like, fuck you. But then that's where the backlash might come from was, I thought this was supposed to be different than WWE. I thought you guys were supposed to mean things when you say them and all that. Like, you're risking that. So I think you can do it if he's really fucking over Hangman in a way where we really want Hangman to get his hands on him. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to yeah. give you a match. Why do I care? And he's like, well, i tell you what. I normally can't have a title match, but if you really want this match. Now, that could be interesting. Again, I still think there's going to be backlash from the hardcores of the hardcores. Yeah. But so I think as long as you don't pull the trigger and give him the title. You know what I mean? I think that helps. But if you say we've pushed Hangman to the brink and he lifts the ban, and he says, no, I want to fight you for this. Oh, he's okay, the right? title on the line. He's like, you idiot, right. I can't for the title. I'll be like, well, then I've signed off that, that you I, can. Yeah, like, fuck that. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, for this one time, I said you can't He'd be like, fight for this Who wants to see me beat his ass with the title on the line? Everybody goes, fuck yeah. He's like, because that's yeah. real cowboy shit. And everybody's like, yeah, cowboy shit. Cowboy Palm shit. God damn. Oh, how hire great- us. <laughs> Yeah, how great was Hangman tonight? Oh, my Ugh. God, coming out of the Stay Puff Man, coming out, beating on Matt Jackson's ass, taking out Kitty Omega. I love it. Was it? Did I say that? Yeah. Stay Puff? Yeah. Okay, good. I, I thought I maybe misspoke because sometimes I do that. I have yeah. a Swiss cheese brain. No, I was just telling all the fans to stay puffed as well. Yeah, stay puffed as well. But that was so good. The the main event, uh, Leak coming out as uh, the, the, the Ghostbusters, the Dark Order dressing up as Cutler and Hangman and the gods of war and uh scooby-doo i don't know what johnny hungy was but um i oh, just such a fun main event and then we got hangman at the end hangman He's, he makes me so giddy god i just love him <laughs> i just want to hug him i just want to be like hey man what's up yeah you want my beer yeah. here you go man yeah and he wouldn't look at you like seeing punk would be like yeah, <laughs> I just want to be like, what do you need, man? You want a sandwich? I'll go make you a sandwich. I don't care. What's yeah. up, man? Yeah, man. What's up? Just, you're so cool. You're so neat. All right. At AUC, Kata says, good thing WWE fired a shit ton of people. Now they can use that freed up cash to replace the camera Brock Lesnar just destroyed. Hashtag SmackDown. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Oh, man. Can you believe it, Tom? Brock Lesnar came in and beat up some officials and is suspended. Oh, has this happened before? I don't think so. Oh man, that what a not in October. Tra- trailblazing storyline here. I tell you what, this is what's gonna get Brock over. 
this is it. Yeah, this is going to get them ratings kicking back up. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. We cannot wait for Brock to come back from this. Ah! <laughs> Just one Just more. The guys, what are we going to do? Yeah. Brock's been suspended. Can he come back? Has will he come back? What does this uh, mean? Yeah. Indefinite? I don't even know that definition. Yeah. I what? Shout out to Adam Brock. Pierce though. Yeah, but Brock. Yeah. yeah what, what are, are we gonna doing? do? What are, what are we gonna do? do? Yeah. Brock. And like that's the thing is like, I know like they say, there's hardcore fans who know Brock Lesnar works twelve days a year, right? And we know that. So you don't okay. got to write the storyline for us to why he's gone. And I know they're like, well, we got to cater to the mainstream fan. But, like, doesn't your mainstream fans also understand that Brock Lesnar is supposed to be a super megastar that probably just doesn't have to work but 12 days a year? Like, can't you just write that into the storyline? Well, here's the, my thing, though. Uh, we could put together, I feel like, a WWE top 10 of Brock Lesnar suspensions. That's how many fucking times we've done this, yeah. man. Yeah, like I just, I don't know, I don't know, man. And that's what, like, that's what we want from from people who are still avidly watching WWE regularly. Use hashtag tweet the table or send us an email tableshow at gmail .com. We'll read that here unless you tell us not to. <laughs> you gotta tell us not to. Um, why? Why would this interest you when Brock Lesnar's music hits? Are you like? like you discussed that once like in the moment you might be like oh somebody's gonna get their fucking nuts punched through their throat right um but uh, beyond that like after his face goes from red back to you know uh being not flushed the storyline is uninteresting when he's a psychopath the interesting thing is we think he's a legit psychopath like right. breaking kayfabe we think he may really hurt someone isn't that yeah, kind of may, fun? He just may get in the moment, right? And just yeah. kind of forget. It's kind of like watching a lion and like the trainer doing the tricks, right? You're not, you don't fucking care about the tricks. You're wondering if the tiger is going to kill the fucking trainer. That's Brock Lesnar. We don't fucking care about the storylines anymore or the, the complexity of his character. We just want to know, do you think he's really going to knock out Roman? I don't fucking know. He, he did that to Randy yeah. Orton once. Like, that's all so, we fucking right. want for. So, so, Tom, then, let's say you just been hired. It's the new head of WWE Creative. I quit. And they're like... <laughs> Fuck that company. <laughs> and uh, they say, um, okay, let's say, you know, Vince is gone. There's new management. They sold the Disney or something, right? Well, fuck that company, too. But, you know, they sell yeah. somebody, right? Yeah. And they're like, all right, Tom, write the ship here. We got Brock Lesnar. Still only got him for like 15 dates a year. What kinds of storylines do you write around this guy where he shows up like two days a month at best? Yeah. You build up the next big star. You take Braun Breaker and you fucking in that shit. He's Rex Steiner. You put him to the main roster. You have him do suplex city to every motherfucker on SmackDown. Chad Gable. Boom. Otis. Boom. Although I think they're on raw, but you know mm -hmm, what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, Who the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. Fill in the blank. Boom, boom. And every time he does it, you see little mannerisms of Brock Lesnar come out, right? So he does the, you know, um, suplex. He comes out and he flexes and that little muscle in the chest comes out like Brock Lesnar does. 
Yeah, you know, he does, yeah, he does the dance. Maybe he does after his finisher, mm-hmm. he does the thing. Maybe after one match, after a few months, he does Brock Lesnar's F5. And then you start to see him look at the hard camera and says, I'm coming for you. It's almost like a legend killer, except for it's not legends killer. Mm-hmm. It's legend killer. And you have Braun Breaker, again, Rex Steiner, say, it's you coming for you. I want everything you worked for because I deserve it now. I'm the next big thing. You're old. And then you bring out Brock Lesnar to be like, come in, right? The two appearances. The first one is, hey, Paul, you know, they're fine now. Roman and all that stuff, that's dissolved. And then he just goes, hey, Paul, uh, thanks for coming to Minnesota tonight. Just wanted to stop by. Who's this asshole who keeps calling my name out, right? And then Paul Heyman's like, you know, I don't think he's as good as you. But he, but he ain't bad. Yeah. Right. And then you have the promo where Rex Steiner's like, Brock, I know you're here. Come out here. I'm kicking your ass. You have Brock Lesnar come out. You know, you're not worth my time. Rex Steiner says, good. Then this is all on your head. And he takes out every fucking person. And he says, there's no one but you. Brock kind of likes it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Some guy like, too. And throws- <laughs> well, that's the thing. So then at the next little right. interaction, it's, Brock Lesnar says, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove and fucking throwing people. So he says like, yeah, it's like, you don't, you think you're the only asshole around here that can do this shit and you don't have them touch. You don't have them do anything. Mm -hmm. And then you have Adam Pierce go like, guys, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. The only way we can solve this is you two are going to have a match. Got and a pile of bodies Adam, in the back here. And yeah. You fucking do. <laughs> yeah. We can't, we can't. Yeah. You even have Adam Pierce go like, I'm out here to fill time because we don't have enough wrestlers to fill. We've got Kofi back here in catering because you beat up the chef. Like what the yeah. hell guys? Yeah. We don't have enough bodies to fill out this show. Yeah. So I'm having to do a promo, which I don't even like to do. So at WrestleMania or whatever the pay-per-view is, SummerSlam, whatever we're doing, Rex Steiner versus Brock Lesnar. There you go. You have a five-minute spot fest. You put over Rex Steiner. Brock Lesnar goes away. You have him come back for fucking the next big guy, Biggie. Let's talk about Rex Steiner. So Braun Breaker. I'm I, the more I think about it, the more illogical this is. Because anybody who saw the Steiners, anybody that was old enough to see the Steiners, you don't have to tell me. When this guy walks in the door, we go like, he's, he's related to the Steiners, right? Like, the Steiners kid? Like, you can see it. You can see it. So everybody that knows already knows this guy ain't Braun Breaker. This is a Steiner. Notwithstanding that Rex Steiner is just a cool fucking name. Yep. And Braun Breaker isn't. Two, anybody who isn't, like, clued into the Steiners before, like, it, Rex Steiner's still a cooler name than Braun Breaker. So, like, why the fuck? With two X's or whatever? All this screams to me. All this screams to me is that they sat down and got into a situation where if they were going to, like, sign him, that there was a deal where, like, we're going to have to pay X amount of royalties to the fucking Steiner brothers and to this guy because that's not a name we created and we won't do it. And it's I like, think, fuck you for that, man. Like, yeah. that, like, I know they say, like, this is a business and we make money, but, like, I'm telling you, I'm turning away from your business because of that. Like, well, when I do you judge that curve? You got any data on that, you assholes? Yeah, I think it's just out of spite. I think it's the uh, the Steiners aren't a WWE product. I know they were here for a cup of coffee, but you think of them in 
NWA, WCW, you know, things of that nature. So like, fuck them. Even if it's not really direct, like even if they have no real beef with them, the, the thought in the back of their brain is uh, that's not our thing. So we're going to make him Braun Braxter or whatever the fuck his name is. So yeah, that's what I would do. What's the next hashtag tweet tip? What, what is it? What do we got going on? At here? Devil Vamp says Brian Danielson for the shoot. Dude is not fucking around anymore. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag AW Dynamite. And this was off of last Dynamite. But yeah, Brian Danielson, man, is getting stiff with his wrestling and he's getting into some real wrestling. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he said, and it looks like he's having the time of his life. Like he's like, oh. like he's got that shit eating grin that, you know, open mouth grin where he's like, I'm, I'm, you think, you don't think I could fuck him? <laughs> like you just watch. Yeah. But let's talk about real quick this Friday night, mm. Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson. This, so far, uh, these two promos have been off the charts. Amazing. Even tonight you had, uh, Brian Danielson in his customary white t-shirt. So then you put Eddie Kingston in just a solid black t-shirt. It wasn't a Tupac. It wasn't a, you know, a Terry mm-hmm. Funk or anything else. It was just solid black, solid white. It was, I come from the heart. He says, I take a Zoloft so I don't kill people every day. And then you have Brian Danielson saying like, you think you're the only person that's gone through stuff? Like a lot of people have gone through stuff and persevered. You need to be working harder. And just this like, you don't know me. Well, I think I do. And you're not that special, that whole dynamic. And we get it Friday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? Look at were this. we oh. supposed to get this? Was he going to beat Lance Archer? Or was that a call on the fly? Cause Lance Archer about killed himself. Yeah. That's hard to know. Right. Yeah. It wasn't as if Lance Archer lost to Fuego, right? Like that. We could easily say like, Hey, Fuego wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I get the feeling this was going to be Kingston and and Danielson. Or uh, again, those guys are similar spot on the card where either guy would have been a fun match. Oh, yeah. Archer and Danielson, of course. Yeah. So, so let's get a triple threat. Hey, I would be fine with that. So I don't really know, right? I couldn't tell you what Tony Khan or whoever made the decision is that said we're going to go with this. Uh, However, I am thoroughly excited for brian danielson eddie kingston give it to me now at lady undertaker says so happy for xavier woods winning the king of the ring wonder if he'll turn into a new king booker hashtag hail king woods hashtag smackdown hashtag tweet the table now we discussed this when we were making some picks and and i kind of wanted to stay away from the king booker comparison to as to you know what i mean like it it, has a white guy that feels like i'm being racist if i can be honest right um Mm -hmm. But that's notwithstanding that they are, they like Xavier Woods does have a comedy like approach to wrestling, which is what the King Booker character was. So it's not, shouldn't be out of the realm of, of anybody's mind to see him doing such a character, right? I think he may stray from the royalty, you know, like British aspects of it for that reason, right? Just to not just mimic King Booker, but I don't know. What do you think? The, the thing that I dislike the most about the King of the Ring in 2021 with so many other things having rewards other than the just the title mm-hmm. is that the King and now Queen of the Ring has nothing else to it. You don't get an intercontinental championship mm-hmm. shot. You don't get a WWE title yeah, shot. You just wear a crown. You just wear the crown. It's cool. 
if you say I'm king of the ring, this ring is what I rule. And I think because of that, I need to challenge for whatever title. It doesn't have to always be the WWE title. It could be the intercontinental championship title. Cause that's really kind of what you allude the king of the ring to, right? Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Kurt Angle. Like those are your intercontinental champion kind of talents. Right. Yeah. So like it, it made way more sense when it was just like the, like, the yearly tournament, the people weren't wearing a crown, but it was just like, that was your fucking like bragging, right? Like two time King of the ring winner, right? Like well, fucking what the, do that because it was is, like a one night tournament. You know what I mean? Like it showed you were a tough, badass. Well, and that's the thing it's, you could say, all right, in 2020, our champion was, you know, our champions were Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. And then you could also say <clears throat> the King of the ring for this year, the best in ring technician, for one night, that one night tournament, the hardest tournament in pro wrestling was Cesaro or whoever mm -hmm. King, you know, Xavier. You Wood. could even make it like a double elimination to make it a whole long event, right? Like, and and make it or a round robin World Cup style thing over a weekend, right? And make it the king of the ring, like you're saying, somebody who can outwit and outlast everybody. But with that being said the reward just isn't the title. The title gets you the championship or a championship opportunity. That's the thing. When you just say I'm King of the ring or I'm queen of the ring. That's amazing for that night. Congratulations. Yeah. In two months, who cares? So fast forward to raw and they have queen Zelina Vega and Dewdrops pissed. Right. So she's going to, they're going to go out and have a rematch of the fucking match. And now she just hits her with the scepter. And is like, see, I was the queen. And it's just like, ah, man, this is what we talk about. These are the most surface level basics. Like, you can't write a storyline with less points. You know what I mean? Like, with less nouns <laughs> than you do here. And it just is so mind-numbing that I'm like, this is it? Like, this is it? This is it. This has the depth of a kiddie pool. This like is why I was excited for Xavier Woods, because he's at least going to bring some wit and some humor to it like but is it appointment television no no on a, mon on a no. monday night no there's gonna be some funny phrases when they're in gorilla doing that little interview before they go out to a tag team match with kofi but but if i tell you hey it's second quarter this monday night it's gonna be the new york giants taking on the kansas city chiefs right second quarter it's oh well, Chiefs will already 10. be down twenty points. Well, so it well, so here you go. You got you got a seventeen three Giants, yeah, right? Okay. Second quarter, Patrick Mahomes has the ball. I text you. I say, hey man, next next segment on Raw is going to be Xavier Woods. Are you turning the channel? No, I would ask exactly. why the fuck you're watching. Well, I would never <laughs> say that, but you know what I'm saying. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, if if I tell you, and again. I'm an AEW mark. Check out the T-shirt. But if I tell you, hey, it's Monday night, or you know, it's it's a special Thursday night dynamite, Thursday night football. It's Chiefs Giants again, right? And it's 17-3. And I say, hey man, Hangman's about to come out, and I and it's been alluded to that MGF is going to come out too, and they're going to have a, a face off. You going to turn it? You probably will. Well, I bet you. Yeah, yeah. in AEW, yes uh he, yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying like there's nothing appointment viewing about xavier woods is king whatever it nope. just has it's it's hollow Nope. uh tom i'm pissed off you brought up the chiefs 
I'm pissed off the Chiefs don't realize that they're they not play football. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're acting like Vince McMahon. They're they have the Yeah, just do it again. Just go out there yeah. and do it again. They have the arrogance of Vince McMahon. Hey, you know what fucking works? Just run that that number 10 all the way down the field and just throw it to him. Just chuck it. Yep. If he doesn't get open, just wait. Get yeah. sacked. All right. At Katie First Lady says, Yay! Charlotte and Sasha. Again. Someone new, please? At least Bianca and Becky is somewhat fresh. Hashtag tweet the table. I mean, Katie, God love you, because why are you putting yourself through this yeah. shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched that segment. So, again, I mentioned how the the hudabaloo of, uh, of the Charlotte-Becky thing, mm-hmm. it, it, it was so fucking stupid that Becky just said, you two figure it out. I'll talk to you at some uh, survivor series. That's how lazy it was is that Becky didn't even get into a confrontation. She just left. Yeah. And then it's Sasha Charlotte circa 2016 doing the same fucking shit. God bless America. It is horrible. It is. It's that thing. It's like, it's the keep, it's the run it back, right? They just run it back, run it back, run it back, run it back. Ad nauseum. I mean, literally ad nauseum. Like I get sick to my stomach sometimes. I I don't, I can't fathom who's sitting in these. Again, it's Vince, isn't it? I don't know. Vince makes the fucking call all the time. But someone has to say that Uh, unless he's just saying like, this is what I'm saying. You guys shut up. If it's that, then good God. But if you're a writer and like, hey, you know what? I think well, it would be cool. Let's run it back with Sasha and Charlotte. So nobody brought this up between the tables, but we saw that. Was it Ariel Hawani with um Was interviewing. Um, Who? Um, uh, Renee Paquette. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ariel Hawani. And she discussed exactly how toxic it could get. Then, mm-hmm. like, he's literally screaming in their ear, like, you ruined it, and, like, making them acknowledge his his words to the camera and shit. Like, dude, that's even, like, that's absurd. Like, that well, shit should be illegal in work. Yeah, it should be illegal. And even if you wanted to excuse it, it, it what Renee was talking about is she called Tyson Fury, who at the time mm-hmm. was working with WWE, <clears throat> the Gypsy King, which is his nickname. Yep. And His most of, prominent nickname, by the way. Right. But Vince said I would I wanted him to be called the lineal heavyweight champion, which he is. But like that's splitting hairs, so to yell over over what that, does that mean? By the way, lineal yeah. it means that you can track when the first champion was crowned. Let's just say 1900. It was Jack Johnson. Okay. I don't know who it was before that. And then from there, even though if Jack Johnson wins another title, this title here we're tracking it. So it's. Jack Johnson lost it to John O'Sullivan and John O'Sullivan lost it to this. And then we go to Mike Tyson loses it to Evander Holyfield because with promotions, they're so fucking corrupt. There's 10 different world championships. So you got to know like, okay, who, what's the origin of this? And that's the lineal heavyweight champion. Yeah. So this is a great point that I'm glad I asked this and I'm glad you described it because Here's where Vince is even more absurd, right? It's it's already absurd that you're going to get so pissed, like you said, that she said the Gypsy King and not the lineal champion. When, as I brought up, the Gypsy King is his most prominent nickname. Most people don't know what the 
fucking term lineal champion even means. So if he thought that's bringing more weight, because in a, in a way he's right, right? Like like you're saying, that's impressive. We can track this bet. We know. But people don't know what the fuck it means. Right. Right? So, like, she said something better, and you got pissed because it's not what you wanted said. Yeah. Yeah, because if you wanted to do a segment about, hey, check out how awesome Tyson Fury is. He's the lineal champion. Okay. And this is what I was getting at. If she would have said Tyson Fury, the bronze bomber, who yeah, is right. Deontay Wilder's nickname, I get it, right? Like, let's, yeah. we can, we can, but we can fire up about ruining that. it the way she's but, saying he's screaming it. it right. But you can, you can almost like, hey, he had a bad day. He yelled. Maybe he says sorry later. I can, you know, I'm not excusing it, but you can almost understand sure. it. We've right? been there, right? Yeah. But when he's, but when she's saying the actual thing, shut up. You That's what I mean. Do you think that like, there's a guy like me, right? I was probably watching that. And I, I mean, I probably wasn't watching, but let's say, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm Joe Smith and I'm watching that. And she says, all right, here we go to Gypsy King, uh, Tyson Fury. And I go, eh, fuck this. Turn it off. But had she said the lineal champion, I've been like, oh, hold on. Let me well, stay here and watch. Yeah. And what in your brain makes you think that's a thing? Like, uh. And let's even flip the coin on the other side. Let's say you're a boxing enthusiast and you're mm. the biggest Tyson Fury fan in the mm -hmm. world. You don't even give a shit about pro wrestling. Yeah. You just follow Tyson Fury wherever he goes. Tyson Fury's on MTV. I'm watching MTV. Tyson Fury's on ESPN. I'm watching ESPN. So now Tyson Fury's on WWE programming. I'm watching WWE programming. And Renee Young says, now let's go to the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury, not even they are getting yeah, pissed you, you off wouldn't even think, You wouldn't even notice. You've been like, yep. You're like, that's his nickname. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's my guy. That's king. Like, fucking idiot. Yeah, fucking so idiot. So weird, so weird. All right, this one's this one's going to lift your spirits, Tom. You're going to have yeah. some fun here. Super Scotty coming back at, at Razor R Superstar saying, fantasy book the next New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door Wrestler on Dynamite. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh, and, and Super Scotty. I don't think you understand. Tom loves a good T-Mac story time. Mm-hmm. So I've got to book the next New Japan guy to come over. To the forbidden to... door. Oh, I mean, yeah. Okay, this is easy. You have Kenny Omega lose to Hangman at Full Gear, okay. right? Yep. He, he goes on a vacation. It's, yeah. Uh, December, January. February comes back mid February. I'm the best bout machine. You motherfuckers forgot. I don't even care about that title. I've already raised it to levels that no one else can do. Hangman, good luck filling my shoes. He's probably been spilling I'm, beer on it all night. I don't even need it anymore. Yeah, I don't even need it. I'm here to prove I'm the best wrestler in the world. I'm the he king of the ring. The, well, yeah, you <laughs> could say that, right? <laughs> but he, he does all these matches with the top level talent and he's beating them, right? He beats punk. And again, these are just one-offs kind of similar how to punk and Brian Danielson yep. are doing their one-off matches one week builds. Then we have yeah, the match. Kind of the Kenny Omega punk. open challenge, right? He gets to where he's getting pissed off though. He's winning these matches and he looks around for this validation and he's like, where the fuck is like, God, I'm the fucking bout machine. And then he opens a forbidden door. He's like, you don't think I'm the best wrestler in the world. I remember in 2016 when you motherfuckers said I was the best bout machine and you know who got that out of me? Okada. So Okada, winner you of asshole. the most recent G1 climax. 
Yeah, Okada, you asshole. You're coming over here to the States. We did all your classics. Omega Okada. But we did all the classics on your soil, on your turf. You're coming to my home. You're yeah. going to North Carolina. I'm the EVP here. Right, yeah. But let's go to North Carolina yeah. or whatever the fuck, right? And then we're going, we're going to do the best bout anyone's ever seen. I'm beating you again. And then you bring Okada. You do the fucking Rainmaker. You have all the fun. There's your match. Yeah. Main event for a named, you know, winter is coming, AEW Dynamite. Or if you want to do a pay-per-view, but I would say do it for a Dynamite. Uh, winter is coming, whatever it is. And there you go. Mm-hmm. Okada, Omega, but on American soil. Love Got it. my nipples hard. Love it. Goddamn. More oh. of those. Hashtag tweet the tables. At yeah. Devil Vamp says, is it me or has Dustin lost a step? Hashtag AEW. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag dynamite. Well, yeah. I mean, the guy's 83 years old. And he's been wrestling. I mean, I think, he, didn't he wrestle Classy Freddy Blassie? He wrestled in 1938. I know that. I remember Muhammad Ali saying that that was one of his inspirations. Yep. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to lose a little bit of a step. Yeah. So I think he slapped Hitler at the end of World War II. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? I can't top that. Just went up and bam! <laughs> you win that one. I All can't right. Yeah. I, look, I mean, yes, but I think that was part of the story of that match he was trying to tell, right? Like, he was getting frustrated he couldn't put him away. Something was in his head when he came out there, right? I think that was part of, the, you know, I think that was some of the kayfabe. But also, yeah, right? Now, he was never blazing speed, top rope yeah. guy. So Well, he's a big dude, too. Yeah, so maybe not necessarily losing a step, but it's just, hey, man, there's a reason, like, there's not 50-year-old dudes playing in the NBA, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and even. It's just not there anymore. And even to that credit, you know, he's a bigger guy from a previous generation. These guys have gotten a little bit smaller and a little bit quicker, even if he is in his 20s or 30s. So, you know, a six foot four, I think he is. Oh, and like he came 200. from the concussion era. Of yeah. Like so, uh, headshots with the fucking. Yeah. Uh. But credit to him. He's still doing it. Now, I will say, and I said it on our Twitter when we were live tweeting during the show. One last ride, man. You got to. You're not. Cause every fucking tournament I'm seeing you're in, you, I'm seeing you in there. So like, you're not doing one last ride. So you shut the fuck up, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, all right. We're going to go back out to Katie and I know like Katie, you know, Tom earlier, you said, Katie, I love you, but like, why are you doing this to yourself? And I, and I think she's, she's having her moment when, when, when you leave your abuser, you know, and you, mm-hmm. you, know, you finally start, like it finally starts hitting and you're like, wait a minute. Why? And here we go. At Katie First Lady says, lame, cheap, lazy. Y'all had two perfectly good title matches to change both titles because that's how titles should change hands, you know, in matches. Why is it when something clearly makes sense to do, you people do the opposite? Hashtag tweet the table. And we talked a lot about this already, so maybe there's not a lot left to say, but... I can feel this it. All, I can feel yeah. the visceral, like, what in the fuck? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> all I'll say is, mm. Katie, this is a safe space for you. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. share your thoughts so that you're not doing any harm to any mm-hmm. others or yourself. Yes. Talk to us. We're mm-hmm. here for you. Everyone can we'll, do that. We'll, yeah, we'll hold your hand to get you on the other side of this abusive relationship. 
we support you. Mm -hmm. We love you. Mm -hmm. Thank you Mm -hmm. for trusting us with this information and know that we're here for you. Yes. All right, we'll move on. (laughs) She was so mad. (laughs) I was too. Yeah, Yeah, she should be. (laughs) It's bad. It's really fucking bad. Yeah. All right, here we go. At Devil Vamp says, Tony just said he fucked up on that one, didn't he? Hashtag tweet the table. Now, I don't think he did. I think he said he bucked up because he like, you know what I mean? He bucked up. I think he was talking about the guy who got hit, not the guy who did the hitting, right? I'm forgetting exactly off the top of my head for some reason the match. Well, it was Brian Danielson and Dustin Rhodes. Right. And Dustin Rhodes did. now. He hulked up, if you will. Well, but he said, come on, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So if you heard the fuck word, it came from Dustin, not Tony. And so when he fired up, that's when Southern wrestling Tony Schiavone said he bucked up. Oh, it's a cowboy match here. I tell you what, uh, Hangman could be my my grandson. You know, like that's he went into a Southern yeah. wrestling. But even if he said he fucked up there, that's how great AW could be. It's like he'd still have a job today. Like he yeah. wouldn't be gone. He wouldn't be ostracized from the yelled at or you know, hey, yeah. he should he should have. Someone needs to work in. If that story from Renee Young on the Ariel Hawani uh, podcast gets more traction, someone should just say, hey, I'm the uh, TNT champion. Sammy Guevara, just be like, I, you know, I'm the lineal TNT champion. Just have him fucking say it just as a throwaway line. I am the lineal <laughs> TNT, TNT champion. champion, the something king, right? Whatever. G, yeah. You know what I mean? The GQ king. The Spanish, right? yeah. the Spanish God king. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That'd be great. God. Yeah, that's it. So okay. So he's out there with Jericho. They're doing their smarmy shit. And he's like, he's like, because I am the Spanish God King. He's like, you idiot. You ruined it. You were supposed to say you're the lineal Tansy champion. <laughs> like just start yeah. leaning into him. He's like, You fucking ruined Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Let me know you're hearing me. <laughs> yeah, and then Sammy that? has to be like Yeah, it has Here's to just do I, know. I I wouldn't have worked in WWE ever for a long period of time because i have yelled at employers for less (laughs) you know what i mean well oh god i have made some people feel small for less yeah and again in that example there wasn't a mistake i i have made mistakes and taken some ass chewings which i go like didn't like it but i get it right like don't do this again to me because you're making me feel two inches tall but i get that i made a mistake that's what i would mean that's what i'm saying like hey the only thing that would have been the saving grace and maybe it was for her too is that like you know you're live so you can't be like hey listen bitch mm-hmm. you know what i mean like um but yeah like it's just yeah now we start seeing why like guys like a moxley are never going to entertain going back there yeah it just Ever. doesn't make sense because they're be like no nah, man i'm going to punch that guy as soon as i fucking right. see him let alone work or for just him not again even- <laughs> And again, I think now, you know, the farther you get away from a Vince type character, it's like, you don't even hate him anymore. You're just like, I'm not going through that again. Yeah. Like I wouldn't do that again. God love him. I know his heart's in the right place or whatever you feel, but like, I'm not going to put myself through that. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of the people that we've seen gone, you know, wrestling's cyclical and things go around and we may see some people go back to WWE, but I don't think we will see a lot of them go back to WWE until Vince is gone. Who knows when that is? If that's five years, ten years, fifteen years, who the fuck knows? But twenty. His mom's still alive. You you forget that. His mom's I can't still alive. I think he eats well though, right? Like 
He's probably sucking oh, up he... hot dogs every day. No, no. Oh, that's no, true. No. He's he a has... muscle guy. Yeah, he's probably yeah. on chicken and rice and shit. And... Oh, and he's putting every fun chemical that science has made to well, so keep that... you younger. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe he'll get cancer. I don't know. Not that we want him to get cancer. That's fucked up. Like, no, I just think he's going to live for a long time. I don't. The, so the living for that, a long time is one thing, but him still just like running the fucking day to day. Oh, his thing. ego will. Oh. Yes. His ego is a million percent. Yeah. Like, I hope the guy lives a hundred. You know what I mean? Like people live, you know what I mean? Great. You know, but like <laughs> people live. That's great. That's fine. Why would I be mad about that? But <laughs> like, yeah, this it's like nobody. No, no. We talked about this last week. No other fucking major corporation the size of WWE, a global corporation, is letting a septuagenarian run their day-to-day like product decisions. Just this is dumb. This is dumb. Indeed. At Razor R Superstar says, where do you guys see Malachi, Pac, and Starks at the end of next year? Ooh. End of next year. So end of 2022, right? Next Christmas when we're sitting here doing the episode 500. I don't know if I can know. Um, yeah, yeah. You know? Where do you see? Let's start with Malachi. Malachi becomes that ominous figure. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily in a title picture, but I think this is at that time going to be when he's mingling with the, the top echelon guys the kenny omegas the cm punks the brian danielson he's in that world right. where where he's this dark cloud over the top of the top mm-hmm. doing something crazy okay. right ricky starks is tnt champion that's where taz yeah. turns on him what the fuck powerhouse hobbs and starks for the tnt champion because like they taz screws over babyface, gets to powerhouse hobbs ricky starks is like Thought you had faith in me. No, you didn't. Da da da. Babyface Starks. Then there you go. Do it in Texas. Woo! Starks is your babyface. Pac is hard. Yeah, Pac's be- hard. Because of, for a couple reasons. One, in the short time that AEW's been in existence, and I know COVID was a real kick in the dick, but like he's had travel issues even before that, right? There was some difficulty always getting him back over here. Right. Yeah. So with that being said, and he's also that era of Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, you know, those type of, Hey, let's do a triple shooting star press off of a ladder and see what happens in front of 10 yeah, he people. May have some injuries. I don't think he's running as hard as he's going to be at this time next year. So for that reason, I still think he's going to be in this role. He might be feuding with the Lucha bros. It might be him and, and Pinta. Right. But like, I don't see him being elevated or lowered because salary and who he is. So a guy like Pac is to me and, and AEW is a place for a lot of these guys where I call him super indie star. Right. If, Pac shows up to any indie show you're on, you're like, we got to get tickets. Let's go see Pac. Holy shit. He comes through the fucking thing. You're like, oh, fuck. The energy, the moves, all that. You're going to be like, that's fucking great. But you get him in here on camera and like, yeah, he's an angry bastard and he's mad. But like, I mean, that's it. You know what I mean? Like he's he's angry face and screaming. And that works in a moment. That works for a days or two storyline. But like, there's not a whole lot of depth, right? But you can play off of that, right? That's where, like, if you think of Orange Cassidy's best match, it's against Pac, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have the weird, you know, 
anti-wrestler Pac or anti-wrestler Orange Cassidy versus Pac. I think Pac comes in again. My favorite match that I've ever seen in person was the 30 man Iron Man match between Pac and Kenny Omega at the last time AEW came to town. Uh, so it's like, that's what I think he's there for. Hey, local crowd. That's a, that's a wrestling town, Philly, Boston, St. Louis, New York. They need a wrestling match, right? We need to, we need to tear the house down. There's I got Pac. it. Pac is great for this. He's the great number two guy, the muscle guy in a faction where mm-hmm. there's a lead guy. So I'm going to put, I'm going to book this faction for that year. I'm going to put Ooh, Ricky okay. Starks as the lead guy for that. Okay. He's going to have Pac as his muscle, right? And he's got to keep checking. He's like, calm down, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're going to get that angry. Get angry when I tell you. And okay. their, their other two guys are the acclaimed. Ooh. Diversity? Mm-hmm. Relatability? Because mm-hmm. you can understand yep. that? That like Good it. job. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the name then, for that would be. Hashtag the table you, if you got a good name for that. But then you always have the underlying tension similar to where Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho, where you get Max Caster and Ricky mm-hmm. Starks kind of saying, yes. like, I'm number one. Oh, you are well, number you one. Well, you even got Peck being like, hey, listen, I'll fucking bash the brains into both of you. If you don't yeah. shut up, we got a match out here, right? And they're yeah. Like, yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> you know and what I mean? Then, like, yeah. And then that's where Anthony Bowens is like, hey, everyone. Hey, let's all be friends. We're all cool here. Hey, remember how cool I am? Yeah, yeah, everyone everyone likes like, me. And like, yeah, Anthony. <laughs> See, well, and, no. And, well, so with that, right, like he's kind of the guy who was like, yeah, yeah, shut up, whatever, right? He's almost the Brandon Cutler guy, but then he's the one who in the end, right, when the faction falls apart, it's because he did the fucking Seth Rollins mm-hmm. chair hit. Oh, yeah. like, I'm the fucking glue that held this thing together, right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do the Brandon Cutler. So I would just make him more like. Less Brandon Cutler, but, you know, I mean, that kind of thing where it was like, sure, oh, yeah, and Anthony Bowen. Well, like, like you said, the glue that holds it together, because like in groups of friends, it's like, hey. I like that guy, but I'm really here because we're at his house. You know what I mean? And that's who Anthony Bowens is. It's like Pac and uh, Max Caster bump into each other, but it's like, all right, yeah, we're going to go to yeah. Anthony's dinner. So if tonight, they're all you know? at a party and Max Caster's like hitting on a girl and so's Ricky Starks and Pac's over there like, I don't got time for women. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's all pissed yeah. off about something. He's like, fucking lady spill a drink on me. Fuck them. I'm a man. Yeah. And, and then like, they're all like, all right, well, fine. We'll see you later, Pac. Like, hey, we're going to go back to the hotel room with these two ladies. And Anthony Bowen's like, they got a friend? And they're like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, they don't got a friend. He's like, oh, okay, I'll go find someone else. You're right? Like that kind of like, just that little like, and they're like, yeah, that's uh, that's what I would like. Maybe a little bit different than where you're going, but uh, all right. Yeah, good. I like that fashion, though. Good job. Booking. I like yeah, it. Yeah, good. that's great. All right, at Katie First Lady says, I didn't realize that Bobby Fish is only two years older than Punk. 45 to 43. Pretty crazy. Hashtag AW Dynamite. Hashtag Tweet the Table. I would have thought he was younger. Punk looks old compared to Bobby Fish. Now, maybe he's oh, dyed his hair. but Yeah, that's the thing that's making you yeah. think he looks uh, younger. Um, yeah, no. he. If you just follow his NXT career, especially that last year, he couldn't stay healthy for three months. Yeah, true. So, yeah. yeah. And look, that match tonight was really good, but... I was telling you this before we started recording, you know, this is that time where I think we're buying some time for CM Punk till full gear gets over. But look, man, I think that that carnival ride of, Hey, everyone come to the town where CM Punk will perform. 
that's fun for the town but that ain't translating to viewers because you need some substance. And I'm not saying turn them heel. I'm not saying, oh, he needs to go heel and everything. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I'm just saying like, you need to dig in deep on a story with CM Punk because right now it ain't translating. Again, it's fine. It's you. good. Like next week, they're coming to Kansas City, right? I'm excited to go to AEW Dynamite. If they do a CM Punk versus <coughs> Max Caster, I'm going to watch it and have fun and think it's great, but it's not going to something so, that you're going to watch like, or something. Even with this, they had the chance to do that. So Bobby Fish is turning heel. He's beating the shit out of whatever the guy's name was. He was wrestling. And then C. Anthony Punk Green comes to make the save. Right. And then today they're wrestling, but like punk doesn't say anything about it. He's not like, I'm tired of you fucking around. Like I'm here to help put over young talent and give them a spotlight. And you're out there kicking the shit out of them. Like try to kick the shit out of me. Right. Like we didn't get any of that. Right. I, I agree. Yeah. And it was retro <laughs> Anthony green from evolve. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. But, great see, guy. but both of those guys, Bobby fish and CM punk are the type that we said, need that extra push to get me to care. Mm-hmm. And you just didn't. It's like, uh, we've never seen CM punk to be the guy to like stand up for somebody else. Like he fucked over his faction. He fucked over his, well, his friends. It, he fucked. He like, was the voice of the voiceless. No, but yes, we are the voice you're... of the voiceless oh, with hashtag tweet the table. And see, you we, know we really do. We back it up. God damn it. <laughs> Except you, you fucking know who you are. Add Devil Vamp says Thunder Rosa versus Ruby Soho for the finals of the TBS championship. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag AEW dynamite. I don't hate that. I idea. don't hate that idea either. I want but, Thunder to win. But I'll mm-hmm. tell you this: we had a match tonight with Serena Deeb and Akaro Shida, and Akaro Shida won mm-hmm. to get her to fifty wins. So yes, but post match we had Serena Deeb take out Hikaru Shida, which means Deeb could then take her spot. Mm-hmm. You take Deeb to the finals. Because this is what you do. This is what I. This is what you would do, a million percent. If I'm writing this, you put Deeb in her spot, right? She politics. She she says Tony Khan, I'm putting you in a tough spot. Put me back in the match or put me back in the tournament. He says right. fine. Yeah, she'll be like, listen, I know I beat her up. Sorry, I know I caused you. Hey, I'll take her spot. I'm better than she is anyway. You're getting a better deal. Right. And so Tony Khan says yes. You put her back in the tournament. You get her to the finals at I think full gears when we're doing this. Yeah, I think so you have her beat the baby face let's just say that baby face thunder. is ruby so is no 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 thunder rose ain't no. okay we're saving thunder rose all right but she beats ruby uh, ruby, ruby soho right and, and then serena d puts on the title i'm the first tbs champion lights go out lights come on hikaru shida with the kendo stick puts a ass whooping oh, on deep that's yeah, your first tbs answer. championship yep and that's your uh, first TBS championship. And it finally gives Akaro Shida more substance than just, I'm a good wrestler. It says, like, she's pissed. She has a mission. She's taking her out. It should it. have been her title. All of that. I love it. And I love Serena D. God. Oh, damn. she's great. Yeah. Like, love it, 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 it's so believable that, like, if Serena D walked in the room, I would be like, hey, sorry. I didn't mean to. Hey, we cool? We good? We good? Love sorry. your haircut. Sorry. Love love your haircut. Hey, I'm going to just going to. Yeah. Excuse me. I think I've left my car running. I got to go. (laughs) Um, You know what I mean? Um, God, she's so good. Um, And I can't, we're going, we have to get a straight edge society moment, right? 
something. Here's the thing that I've noticed with AEW Dynamite that we're getting a, uh, away from just a little bit. Not enough backstage stuff, mm -hmm. right? We were doing that for a little bit. Remember when Hangman ran into the Dark Order and he was like, hey guys, I'm, I was going, you know, we haven't been getting too many backstage yeah, segments. Right. Let's revamp that a little we bit. We did get another Miro cutting a promo on God. Yes, yes, Jesus. and I love that. Now, he's what vicious. I'm saying, oh, he's amazing. Here's the thing that I'll say out of selfishness, though. Let's start that in two weeks because I'm going to the show next week. I want all the stuff in the ring. I want to see it. I don't want to see a screen. Come in the ring. Do all the promos. Do all the fun in the ring, please. Beat somebody up and then cut the promo on God after you beat him up. Yeah, right? in the like, ring. Be like, cut the promo, never looking at the hard cam, looking up at God, right? like, just like, ah, I'm fucking screaming. Like, I, yeah, let's do it. Oh, oh, dude, think of this spot. This just came to me as you were look to, looking up. Think of how cool Miro could do this. He could what do it in the ring. Look up. No, 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 no. Look, this is what he does. Put him in there with Fuego. No, Fuego, he has a, a storyline. Yeah. Put him in there with um, Marco Stunt. He beats up Marco Stunt. He pins him. Then he grabs his head and he pulls it back. And then he makes a referee come into the ring and hold the microphone to his mouth. And he stares up and he's like, a microphone is what needs to be magnified for my insults to you. And he's holding Marco Stunt's head mm -hmm. back. And he's, uh, and yeah, he's this like, this is my sacrifice, right? Right. And then he goes, and then this is what I do. And he, th he starts doing the heart punch mm. and then the fucking heart punch, which is such a night, you know, pro yeah. wrestling move. Oh yeah. And then Marco stuns like, Oh God. And he <laughs> starts just doing that to all the baby faces on the lower level. Love it. And he's doing the heart punch because God lives in your heart. Right. Da -da -da -da. Well, he's left mine and I'm making him leave yours. Wah oh, that was so cool. He could and even he ask, he'd be like, have you accepted right your have you heart accepted? no and they're like have you sure and <laughs> just like or if they're like or if they're uh, like no and he's like are you saying my god yeah, yeah, right, yeah. why would you not accept him? <laughs> yeah yeah it's always Is your fuck. why and then he just <laughs> yes it's it, it's this mission of why he isn't the tnt championship and then even more so you could have fun where it's always the same ref like you don't have that ref uh, do the match mm -hmm. and then like he almost becomes like a little bit of a follower of miro because he's like i don't know i have like a what's it's that like the disciple yeah. yeah but he's like yeah. yeah he's like i don't know he seems like a nice guy to me yeah. i mean he's right like god has forsaken him and yeah. that was a nice little touch too you notice he's not god's favorite champion he's god's forsaken champion now he's, he's the, the best. Fucking best he's the fucking best, best. You know what else is the best hashtag tweet the table see you get to dictate the show right we gave you the news then we said hey what else, guys? What else? What else do we got to talk about? So do that. Use Twitter. Hashtag tweet the table. We'll read them right here. Let's get any outlying things, Tom. What else did we miss? What else did all the folks miss? And hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. So the real thing that I thought was, again, the hangman Adam Page comes out as the Stay Puff Man. Well, he was the Stay Puff Man. Then he mm -hmm. reveals that it's himself. So I like that. We get Sammy Guevara in a really good match. That was really good. All ego Ethan yep, Page. That was really good. More top now, team stuff this week that was real good with that. Yeah, so now we're going to get Inner Circle versus Men of the Year and American Top Team. I will say this, though, and this may be his age starting a show. Chris Jericho, though, with the, uh, the only thing you beat is yourself last night in the hotel. And, okay, look, when you say, like, fat face dumb shit or whatever he's calling Dan Lambert, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm stretching, but I'm getting you know, the hot tag. This kind of stuff, man, that's 
that's lame. It is that's lame. not it's not yeah. even funny. It's kind of like, oh, what's next? You're gonna say he has a big nose, you know what I mean? Like you're just doing elementary school bullshit. And so yeah. um, but yeah, and I'm listen, excited. Like, so to anybody, Jericho, if you're in yeah, I know you're watching. <laughs> when you say that thing, right? When you're like Oh, you're just, you know, using your hand back in the hotel room or whatever. All right, so now I'm backtracking. I'm like, well, why would somebody say that? It's because Jericho is like, I can get any woman I want. Well, look at you, Jericho. If you're getting any woman you want, it's because you're rich. And you know what I mean? Like, and that's nothing to brag about. Like, that's that I feel sad for the woman. I don't <laughs> like feel like you're the man. Well, my thing is <laughs> If Ethan Page says something and your retort is an elementary, like quick comeback, I'm giving you that. But when you say like, I'm going to go out in a promo and I'm going to say this, like it's a planned line. That's when it's a dork. That's when you're like, really? You had 24 hours or however long you had, and this is what you came up with. Mm, Right? Like that's when it's stupid. Um, But anyhow, inner circle, men of the year, American top team. We get that. Uh, We're also getting Darby Allen and MJF. Did you like how Darby Allen was the invisible man in the crowd? I thought that was a cool little yes. uh, um, thing there. You said this to me off air before the show started. You said MJS promo so just yeah. heated that like your wife. <laughs> My wife was reading and she she tolerates AEW. She likes AEW oh, way more than re- Like she's smart, so she's reading heavy, like into her oh, thing. I'll tell you two things that I love. And she can probably hear me and that's okay. But so one thing she was reading and MJF said the line about uh, the only thing that I hear is like mother, mother, like the yeah, Boston yeah, accent, yeah. Oh, you know? Hada. And, like, here's I mean, all your hada. mothers. Yeah. Hada, MJF, hada. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I just hear, so I giggle, right? And I'm, I'm hashtagging, or I, I'm on Twitter on our yeah. handle, you know, Twitter handle. And I just hear her go, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like she, she was taken yeah. aback of how abrasive and, and crass mjf was and that's oh he's leaning into it yeah because he said like he said i wouldn't put my johnson or he said i'd rather put my johnson in a blender than touch any of your women (laughs) oh he's like any of your fat like he went rick rude on it just he has been given a long leash to say some stuff and it's great and it's the best it's the best and i love it and i can't I'm I'm anxious and almost like grimacing on what he's gonna say about my. Oh, I know I'm worried. I'm like, boy, don't get yourself canceled, man. <laughs> like, I well, I'm just I'm just worried because uh, he's gonna be saying next week about my hometown. Like, it's not Kansas City. It's specifically oh, independent. He's smart. So he's gonna say something about the Chiefs sucking. Oh, yeah, or, uh, or meth. Independence meth. is the meth capital of the world. I mean, he's gonna say so. It's just like. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably laugh. I but bet I don't he want even to. he's gonna say like all you guys do is meth and it's even mid. Like you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, you don't even have good meth. Right. It's not the blue meth. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Heisenberg. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, we get MJF and, mm. and Darby Allen. I liked how Sting is still interjecting himself mm-hmm. and you get MJF with the good character storytelling. 
with pushing uh, Wardlow in there again. And then this time even pushing Sean Spears into uh, Darby Allen. So, so like that did too. you catch to the, you know, they're still leaning into this Wardlow thing. And he's like, Hey, he's like, why the hell did you push me in front of whatever? And he's like, Oh yeah, sorry. That was a mistake. And he's like, by the way, you know, I want to bring up like uh, your performance. You know what I mean? He's like, I got you accountability buddy. And he's like, it's Sean Spears. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's even like, Hey, <laughs> just like, Okay, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Oh, that was a great segment too. I love Yeah. These there's so much nuance and like callbacks and stuff with the MJF character. Like he's a mastermind of it. He's great. Oh, he's he is ahead of his time. He is so good. He can work in any era again, given some constraints with language, but it, he can get over in any era with how smart he is. Uh so yeah, that's going to be at full gear we get darby allen and mjf i think this is again we'll do our picks here in a couple weeks for full gear but i think this might be the first real clean pin that mjf takes to darby allen you think they're gonna put darby allen over i think so i think this is when we're gonna get darby (laughs) allen goes not to tnt championship this is darby allen maybe wrestles kenny omega for a title i think we might get I think we might get MJF wins and he's the first guy for Hangman to beat. And that's where he gets his first loss is against Hangman. Because that's where the Wardlow thing happens. Right. Look, totally. I could, or it's just MJF. Cause see what I was thinking again, we'll get into our picks uh, when, when time comes, but what I was thinking is MJF loses clean to Darby Allen. He looks to Wardlow and is like, what in the, fuck you were supposed to be here mm-hmm. that's then when the explosion happens no you get so that i think it's i think mjf wins and then he's going up against hangman and think of like how he's like okay yeah oh, you, you yeah. finally beat the demon but like you didn't beat all your demons did you there drinky right like mm-hmm. and he's just fucking just and we all of a sudden feel sorry for hangman again he's maybe doubting himself again he's got to beat up the bully right like we get to run that back with a whole other characters doing it even better than kenny omega was was doing a great job of that amazing um and then wardlow's not there when he needs so now we don't get the like oh i'm coming back for you you didn't really beat me that kind of shit because now it's like oh fuck i gotta escape wardlow and yeah. we're all like fuck yeah wardlow <laughs> right yeah. right that yeah i mean either way i, I yeah. think i'm happy but hey, higher us you'll uh, be happy either way AEW. definitely yeah uh but yeah so we got that uh tonight as well and then um you know we hit we hit on the first round of the tournament uh with sheeta and deeb also we had um uh a first round matchup on friday didn't we because someone well, else was moved danielson on. and um no on the women's side didn't we have another oh. one move on because it's gonna be chris statlander yeah. versus ruby well ruby soho won that's who it was mm-hmm. ruby soho advanced she's gonna be taking on statlander yep. i like that about the tournament though as well the first four seeds get a buy because they're the top four seeds yeah. in the women's division that's how you use rankings in a mm-hmm. in a good way so i like that but well we've discussed this with the rankings you can make these tournaments a lot easier for no reason right it's just like well we need a contender tournament that takes two three weeks Right. And it's mm-hmm. easy. Like you can mingle in small storylines amongst them yep. without it feeling forced and just repetitive of the same thing. Yep. Love tournaments. Always love, love tournaments. Yep. So, yeah, that's, I think, you know, we, we cover. Yeah, I think that's it. You know, we, we hit on um, uh, impact had a big thing, but I don't think any, you know, they had their big well, deal. So they had bound for I, glory, I, right? Yeah. But I think the big note there is 
breaking kayfabe here. It looks like AEW and Impact has ended their relationship. Christian loses the Impact Championship to Josh Alexander, who then just immediately, while his family's oh, in the that ring, was so good. That's a great touch, but he loses it to Moose, which I brought up to you. We we did four months. No, I was just talking to myself here. <laughs> we, I didn't tell you this actually. Um, we did four months or however much long of the AEW infused into Impact. And before that, it was uh, dancing and jiving uh, Rich Swan mm-hmm. and Moose going after the championship. Mm-hmm. And we did all of this just to have Moose as the cha- like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should have been Josh yeah. Alexander. I like the move. Yeah, but you should. Well, you might Josh still get Alexander. back there, but it was yeah the move of like he's in there hugging his kid and wife. The kids don't even get out. Uh, yeah, kids didn't kid even get out of the ring, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah they were in the, the ring. ring. <laughs> so good yeah and the inspiration who are the iconics they showed up won those tag team titles i think they're great you know um again i just i don't know i'm still not moving the needle enough for me to like tune in every week i think to impact but yeah i'm watching the youtube clips but i'm not gonna go to watch that to to watch this live or you know a full episode what was that? so it was watching yeah yeah right. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah impact credit to them um but yeah, I think the big news coming out of that is that's the what seems like the official end of the partnership between Impact and AEW, at least Christian for a Cage while. In this year, main evented uh, a, a pay per view event for WWE, AEW, and Impact Wrestling. Love it, Christian Cage. Great, twenty twenty one. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Well, I guess that's all we got for this week. So uh, use hashtag tweet the table. Bye-bye. The Spanish announce table.